The Selfish Path to Romance. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com. And here is a question I received about somebody who's very hungry for an older brother. Uh, This is from Brett. Dear Dr. Kenner, I'm 18 years old and an only child. For the past few years, all I've wanted in my life is a big brother someone to look up to. So you get that sense of wanting a hero. I have dreamed of having a brother to depend on, to look look after me when no one else is. My thought is, where are your parents? I watch TV and I see brothers bonding and having fun and I want that. I dream of a big brother to teach me right from wrong. I want someone to do the guy stuff with, to hang out with and just have fun. I try to fill that void with friends, but most of the time it doesn't work. It hurts me every time I watch TV that shows brothers hanging out and having fun. Is this normal? What can I do? Thanks, Brett. Brett, I love your hunger for a brother. I love it because you're wanting close relationships and being an only child, it must have been difficult for you. And it sounds like your parents were not fully there for you if you're still wanting to learn right from wrong and, you know, to have some moral compass in your life. Um, So you're wanting a very close relationship and that is totally normal and healthy. You're also wanting a mentor that you can admire, a hero in your life. Now, You can't get it the way you're setting it. And in cognitive therapy, we say that you framed it wrong and you want to put a different picture frame around it. You want to reframe it. Because as you have it, you have it as an impossible goal. Because your parents, if they're together, even if they had another child, he would never be an older brother. He'd be your younger brother and you're 18 years old, so what are you going to do with that one? So what you can do is take the essence of what you're looking for, which is a delicious friendship, a, a same, same-sex friendship, a buddy, and it may not be romantic, I'm assuming it isn't, you just want a buddy, and you can put yourself in, instead of um, sitting back and feeling real despondent and sad, get into some healthy sport activities or after-school activities, music, it could be band or singing or art or a science club or athletic club or a math club or drama or a debating club or a history club or get on the newspaper staff and search for a friendship and learn how to develop it. Uh, The next thing you want is you want a mentor, someone to help you know the difference between right and wrong. And everybody needs that in their life. Most people just have patchwork guidance from their parents and whatever they picked up. I recommend the book The Fountainhead by Ayn Rand and I recommend my book The Selfish Path to Romance because we talk about how to make yourself lovable and then how to reach out. That's in romance but you can try that too. You're 18 years old. Uh, Most sibling relationships are not so happy. I mean, you see the good ones on TV, but honey, there are some really bad ones too. So some people would thank their lucky stars to be in your shoes. And here's a little more from Dr. Kenner. But this girl's like, you know, beautiful. She's smart. She's fun. It's different from most of the girls I've been with. So call her up, Romeo. Why? So I can realize she's not that smart. You know, I mean, you know, this girl's like perfect right now. I don't want to ruin that. Maybe you're perfect right now. Maybe you don't want to ruin that. But I think that's a super philosophy, Will. That way you can go through your entire life without ever having to really know anybody. And how poignant is that? That's from Goodwill Hunting. And we feel anxious when we want to start dating or go after someone that we're so attracted to. And we're afraid that 
they won't be the person we think they are. And we're afraid that we're not the person they think we are. And we're afraid to have those fantasies dashed. And the reality of it is that you're going to get to know one another in layers. And you are going to discover things you love about another person, things that you love in their presence, the way they make you feel, the visibility you get, feeling cared for and nourished. And there are things that are mediocre. You don't quite like that in them. And there are things that you hate. Maybe they're messy around the house or maybe they use foul language. And how do the two of you who are noticing this in one another work with that in any relationship? It isn't going to be perfection. It isn't going to come automatically. And if you think that you can just meet each other across a crowded room, hug each other and waltz off into your future... You are, you are setting the wrong standards. You, what you want to be able to do is to grow together, to learn with each other, and to be willing to take the psychological risk, we call it psychological risk-taking, to, take, to put yourself on the line and ask her out for a date or to continue dating her, pursue her or him, whatever the case may be. One of my websites is on what we were just talking about, romance. How do you make yourself lovable? How do you meet a partner? How do you choose the right partner? How do you maintain a relationship over many years? How do you communicate? How do you deal with conflict, sexual issues? We have a whole chapter on sexual issues. You need to get my book. It's called The Selfish Path to Romance. And the subtitle is How to Love with Passion and Reason. And self-valuing and valuing your partner is what the book is all about. And it's my book along with Dr. Ed Locke. We're co-authors on that book. And you can get it at SelfishRomance.com, just as it sounds. Again, I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, and the show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. For more Dr. Kenner podcasts, Go to drkenner.com and please listen to this ad. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance by Drs. Kenner and Locke. Romantic sex is not at all like hedonism. Promiscuous or indiscriminate sex do not in the end bring much pleasure, and what little you do get is often followed by painful regrets, guilt, boredom, and possibly sexually transmitted diseases, some of which are incurable. Use your mind to discover which pleasures are good for you and which are against your self-interest like illicit drugs. Sexual pleasure with someone you value contributes enormously to the joy in your relationship and thus to your happiness with life. If you have contradictory or confused views of sex, it's important to gain a healthy perspective and uproot the damaging ideas learned in childhood from your religious upbringing or from bad experiences of flawed relationships. You don't have to accept your parents' views about love, sex, or any other issue if you judge them to be wrong. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com and at amazon.com.